Hi, it's Alexander. I'm here with Divya. She's a member of Business Mentor Insiders. And uh, we decided to get on a call here today because uh, she's been doing quite well. What, what has been going on in your business, Divya? I, I've, been make, I've been able to close more sales and get uh, bigger budget projects and uh, clients that actually resonate with, uh, with, the way it, with, with the kind of people I want to work with. So um, I find myself growing, um, growing with uh, the last couple of months. I guess the reason we're here is because it's, it's been a change, obviously. So there's something that people can learn from this video as well. And um, you've seen an increase in results as well. And I think you joined Business Mentor Insiders around four and a half, maybe five months ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, about four and a half. Yeah, it was about four and a half months ago in December 2019. Yeah, yeah, December. And now we're April 15th. So yeah, well, people can do the math themselves. So yeah, what was business like before that? Or I guess you were freelancing before that, right? Yes, I was uh, freelancing and um, it, was, it was very um, quiet as in slow. And in fact, uh, I wasn't getting enough um, results uh, or the outcome that I was hoping for. I was sending out a whole lot of uh, proposals or what I called back then applications for mm -hmm. the posts I saw and not seeing enough, um, enough uh, responses. So that was, yeah, it almost felt like dead some, at times. And in terms of business success, were you doing the freelancing gigs full-time? Was that your full-time thing that you were doing back then? Yes, that was my full-time thing. Yeah, I, that was all I did, yeah. And, and what were you selling in the past, primarily? I was primarily just, and, um, Yes, that's uh, anything to do with the platform. Right, right. And, and how would a project look for you back then? Like how you would get a project on a platform like Upwork, for example, uh, after doing, being interviewed, you know, how, how would it proceed from there? Yeah, I was using the Upwork platform for, uh, for most, of the, most of the time. And then I would use a few job, board, job boards a couple of times. Uh, but mostly it was Upwork and um, I would send, send in my applications for it. I was also trying to do um, QA and testing, which I had some experience with. Um, I would get responses, but either it would go nowhere, like there would be conversations on Upwork or there would be zero responses. But most of my, um, but yeah, most of my, my applications are looking for posts or jobs where on Upwork. Once you did have a project you were working on, how long did the projects go for? I actually had been lucky initially when I first got on Upwork a few years ago, about three years ago. Um, I got uh, initiated a couple of small projects, but then I got this big one and I was on that for almost a year with the same client. And, um, and then it unfortunately abruptly ended. It was supposed to continue for another year. So I think I'd gotten very comfortable with it and I hadn't really done enough um, looking for other projects um, or trying to have something else that would continue when this one ended. So what, I, what ended up happening was when that, when that big project ended, I was left kind of like in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> kind of like in limbo and uh, trying to scramble and look for projects. And I was getting little things here and there that were very short term and some were, I even took on projects that were not to do with um, and very low paying ones just to make it make my my month go by.
Um, and I think, yeah, that's, that's where I was at when I, when I came across BMI. But let, let's just talk about like how they paid you in terms of um, like, like the, the deal you were making, right? Like, don't, don't worry about like Upwork or not Upwork, whatever, oh. right? It's just, it's just like the deal you were making. So how, so how did the clients uh, pay you? Did they pay you hourly? Like how were the deals structured back then? So the deal was structured as uh, hourly. And um, when I went through the phase, the few months of not having any projects come in, especially big ones, I actually lowered my rate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the times they would say this should take about um, eight hours or this should take about one week or should take 20 hours. So um, a lot of the times I even got that. And, um, and, and then I would, I would agree to taking on the project and I would do their projects and get paid at the end of it mm-hmm. um, for that, those many hours after I'd logged it in and based on my hourly rate. So the traditional freelance draft essentially uh, and I remember back then you told me this and I said, okay, well, we definitely should start um, doing it in a different way <laughs> because certainly the clients, uh, if you want to run an agency, at least if you don't want to freelance, the clients shouldn't be in charge of like how your hours work or anything like that. So, so, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So, so then I guess at that point, uh, and you were freelancing, you were semi-successful, you were paying, you know, your bills with it, of course. So it's not like you started from scratch, but uh, at that point you decided, um, well, what weren't you happy with that you decided that you need help with this? Well, what happened by then? So I, I wouldn't say, I, I definitely didn't start from scratch, but I would say that at the time when I was um, looking for a solution, um, I was really getting to my, bo- I had gotten to my, almost my bottom, uh, most, mm-hmm. you know, like all my savings were getting depleted and I was getting very nervous and I was wondering why am I not getting responses? This is crazy. I'm sending out a lot of applications and um, nothing is happening, especially when we approached um, end of the year, which I guess with holidays, my assumption was maybe it's the holidays that slowed it down. Mm. Um, However, uh, I see the projects coming up on Upwork and uh, somebody's applying, somebody's getting them and there were quite a few big ones too. And for me, it was a question of, what am I doing wrong that I'm not able to get these big projects? I'm getting really tiny things. And, and so I started to look for solutions and I was re- you know, researching on Google. I was Googling this, I was Googling um, how to make Upwork work for me. Uh, what, what, is, what is the way to apply? And I came across YouTube videos and actually I came across, I came across your, your group. So after you joined BMI, Business Matter Insiders, um, I, I think we immediately started tweaking stuff in your business, right? And in fact, we were turning, we started turning your uh, freelancing career of three years. We were starting to, we started to turn it into a business. So how, how was, how did that go for you? Like what, what are some things that happened for you? Yes, I think um, the, the whole business, yeah, the whole, a lot of things changed after joining BMI. My perspective itself changed because I was coming from a place of serving, uh, even though I'm a freelancer and also getting that same treatment back like an employee, like a lot of, um, it, was, it was really not a collaboration. So when I joined BMI and with using the techniques with also changing my terminology and understanding that I'm really sending out proposals here, and you know, explain to them what I can do for them uh, while also observing what, what they really, what they need um, and addressing that, it, 
it changed a lot of things for me. I started to get more responses. Um, I was actually get, able to get them onto calls where I could talk to them live and connect with them and understand their needs and explain to them how I could serve, how not serve, and that's what changed, how I could work with them and get them to a place that they need to get to in terms of their business. So a lot of my perspective itself changed. You know, a business owner, you're still serving them, it's just you're serving them on your terms, I, I suppose, instead of um, following all the rules that they come up with, you're basically doing business on your terms. I think that's a different way of saying the same thing essentially, right? Yes, so, I think it was the yes. It was a. It, it felt, it felt uh, for me a lot more relieving because that was the whole point of starting uh, freelance work way back when. Because I wanted to feel um, like I controlled, you know, my my working environment, and not. I didn't want to feel like I'm constantly reporting to somebody, um, or or I didn't have. I didn't want to feel like I'm being scolded by somebody, and all of that, you know, kind of was. I was working on that and then I just didn't know how because I'm still acting like I'm working in a, in a company, in an office. So I think with BMI, I was able to take that element out. So yes, in a way, I'm st- in a, I am still giving a service and so I am serving, but at least I feel, um, I feel more I'm in control of this. You know, This is my, my business and, and I can choose. And also now I've gotten to a point where I can choose what projects I want to work with which also gives me a, you know, a sense of empowerment. Also, we worked on um, moving into a higher-end service that you started offering uh, not long ago. So we, I guess we moved away from primarily WordPress to offering other services, right? So how has it been uh, offering the new service uh, along with WordPress, how, how does that how did that work for you? Because I think early on it was quite difficult, right? But what happened? What happened basically? I was working on, and a lot of the projects can either be very short, like go fix something, upgrade something, or or if, if it was going to be a long project, it was it seemed very long, and uh, I also fumbled just in pro- uh, projecting myself because I'd be a little nervous. However, um, when I got on BMI and talking with you and addressing these issues, uh, I got on platform uh-huh. and, um, and started to take it step by step. So I started with just offering implementation of a store, setting up a store. And it's, uh, it, in, in a lot of ways, uh, coming from a developer background especially, I find this very, um, it's a lot, I, I don't want to say easy and you know, put anyone else down if they find it difficult, but I definitely find it a simpler process than working with. And, and so um, with, and also faster turnaround with setting up stores for clients. So I start to offer that and also have kept a website um, uh, offering there. And I think in a, in a way I saw over time, initially I took away um, component and I just, for about a month or two. And I got a couple of projects and I felt good about it, uh, confident. And I added back confident and um, now I'm offering both. And actually I've had a lot more responses, but mm. maybe possibly because they see that I, um, I have a diverse um, background in mm. terms of website development. It's hard to compare because before you were doing hourly work in a different niche essentially, as your primary service. Now you switched your primary service and you're doing per project work essentially, right? So it's hard to compare the two, but 
um, how much more money are you making now uh, compared to before? Like, how was that change? I would say that it's pretty much doubled. So it's been a good change because even if, um, even though this is project-based and yes, there isn't a direct comparison, but um, if I go with a good month of getting, of getting the, getting to my goals mm -hmm. of, um, of my, um, what revenue I want to make for the month, I would say I have doubled from where I was with my best times working on an hourly basis a year back. Right, right. So basically what we did was we switched from the whole hourly thing and trying to charge more hourly to focusing on revenue goals as a real business mm -hmm. and also charging more as a result at the end of the month is more in the bank account essentially, right? Yes. So, and in terms of delivery, so before, uh, if I remember correctly, you were doing most, if not all of the delivery yourself, right? Uh, and how is it now? How, how does that work for you now? Yes, that's very true. Um, as a freelancer, I did everything by myself. Um, and, um, and that was actually a huge part of the stress that I felt even when I was talking to potential. And mm -hmm. so I would fumble. But now I have, um, I have actually begun to outsource a lot of my dev development work and also planning to outsource, uh, I've, slow, I've, I've outsourced parts of my design work and my goal right. is to actually outsource even all my design work. So I find with every little step that I take in outsourcing these pieces of my, um, of the projects that I'm getting, um, I feel more relieved and um, I'm able to actually find time for myself just to manage the project and manage the clients. So, and I feel confident. So when I tackle, every time I get a new project or a new, uh, I get on a new call with a prospect, I'm able to feel more confident because I know that I can say, yes, I can do this for you. And I know that I have a very qualified developer. Um, and I also know a couple of de designers that I can go to to get advice. Um, I, I'm, I feel reassured basically by doing this, by doing the work this way. What was the result for your client? Because we're talking a lot about your business, which is very important, obviously, um, but equally important is, are the results for your clients. So has the experience for your clients deteriorated because you're not doing every part yourself anymore? Uh, and apart from the experience, the, the result itself for the client, has it deteriorated or improved? What has changed there? I think the, the it definitely not deteriorated. I think that they're actually, um, because I, Right now where I'm at, and it might change in the future when I grow more, um, right now I still, one of the things I tell them, because they tend to ask, you know, who am I, who are they dealing with? I tell them it'll be me and I meet them every week and I review things with them. Okay. Um, so it's, that part has kind of stayed the same uh, with what I would have done in the past anyway. Uh, although in the past it was more on their terms, they would request to meet with me and um, it would be some random time and I had no control. I'd just say yes to be, to be accommodating. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's pretty much set up. It's managed. Um, it's organized. And uh, they're, they're very happy. Um, all, the, all the projects that, uh, whatever projects I've completed and whatever I am in the process of completing, I have had pretty good response. They, they love, they literally love, they've used the word love. <laughs> they love the work that they're seeing. They're happy. I think it's good. It's been, it's been a good progress. So the difference between the clients who used to pay less in the past 
and the clients who pay more essentially now per project, um, you know, they're different projects, of course, but they're paying more money for it. Like what's been the difference in dealing on a day to day or week to week basis with higher end clients uh, compared to the lower end clients in the past? What has been some different, what were some differences? I think one of the biggest differences is just that I feel more in control and I can see the whole project and I can see what's needed by the client side and what might be missing and how can I bridge the gap. In the past, when I worked on an hourly basis, um, I would get pieces or phases of the project. Um, I didn't always know the full situation behind the scenes with the client. Um, and so I would just be playing, in a sense, like playing along with the client on that I was getting paid by hourly. Uh, I'm just kind of like tagging along in a sense mm-hmm. and trying to make it successful without having a whole picture. But now I don't feel like that. I feel mm-hmm. good. I feel like um, this is my project. I, I feel this sense of ownership, empowerment and control. I just know everything that's going on. And if there is something missing or there's a loose end, I will do my best to fix it. Yeah, and I think you've learned it very quickly as well, because a lot of people, uh, I'm sure you've noticed when I speak to people who've been in business for a while, because you're on these calls as well, that it's hard for them to adjust. And (laughs) as as you may have noticed. So, but for you, I think it was relatively smooth. Uh, It's, you know, it's four and a half months is is a good amount of time to to get the result you're getting now. And I, uh, well, let, let me ask a different question, actually. So does the business, because it's a business now, essentially, does the business feel more scalable? Like, would you be able to grow this um, more easily than what you had been doing in the three years, in those three years where you're freelancing? Oh my God, yes, for sure. I think over th- you know, three years ago, before BMI, honestly, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. That's, how, that's what it felt like most of the time, most of the times. Now, um, there are times, of course, I still feel that, um, but I feel with the BMI course material, I know where to go to. I know that um, Facebook group we have is so supportive. And um, I know that I can post my questions there, get some, get, you know, many answers and be able to make a better decision, more educated decision almost. Um, And also just see that other people have gone through what I've gone through makes me feel when I, at times when I feel like I don't know what the hell I'm doing, when I, get that from going through these groups and your, you know, your coaching calls and all the material. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a way and I'll get through it. And more than, yeah, for sure. I feel like I can scale my business now versus before. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I don't know how to, which way to go. I didn't know how to grow. So I think a lot of those are coming together now. Coming together now. Right. And, and what happens now? Cause it's not like magically, um, everything just grows now every month, no matter what you do, obviously you're still working on it. So what happens, uh, when things don't progress, when you get stuck, because obviously that still happens, right? So what happens? So tomorrow you get stuck or, you know, two weeks ago you were stuck with something. How did, how did you solve it? How did you go about solving that? Yes, I do get stuck. I still, I still am learning a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm still in, I have a lot to learn, I have to say. We have an accountability coach, right, on this. So I kind of yep. turn first, I, you know, I address this with the accountability coach and I say, hey, um, this is what's happening. So I'm usually directed either to go back to the training material mm-hmm. or ask on the Facebook group or on the coaching calls and which coaching calls might best address my, um, wherever I'm stuck. 
And, yeah. and so that's, that's really the, the way I've been tackling it. So how many mentors do you have actively on a monthly basis? So, and by mentors, I mean entrepreneurs that are running similar business models and stuff like that. So how many mentors do you currently uh, work with? Um, I definitely, um, on a very regular basis, it's definitely Damiano as well. And also has, also so uh, he's definitely one of my uh, biggest mentors. Uh, I, I definitely consider you the biggest mentor because I think overall it's the business that I need help with. And so uh, your weekly calls are invaluable for me. I don't know whether to call my accountability coach, Paul, a mentor, but I think his guidance really is, for me, it has been one of the biggest things because um, I've always tried, I've, I'm, I'm pretty accountable, but I don't have it on a regular basis and I didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. And so now I do, and I feel also to be accountable to somebody else mm-hmm. is, is better than just to myself because I can slack off if it's just myself. Yeah, so mentors, you, Damiano, and um, I, I do like the sales coaches. I, ha- I can't say one is more than the other, but I've enjoyed the sales coaches as well. Okay, so like um, between two and five, essentially, mentors, depending on how you count it. Okay, interesting. Um, and in terms of your personal life, I, I mean, I don't know how much I should say here, but you're a mother, you know, you have a busy life. So have, have there been any changes in your personal life? I, I think I'm working a lot of, a lot more hours now on mm-hmm. this than I did before as a freelancer. I did literally shut off my computer at uh, 5, 6 p.m., latest 7 p.m. when I was mm-hmm. just freelancing. Um, I don't do that right now, but I have to say I'm still happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I also work on the weekends, which I didn't do before, but I know that, um, if I do this now, if I lay this foundation now and mm-hmm. put in all that I can while I can, uh, and I'm lucky because my, my children are older, so um, I, don't, I don't have a burning, uh, like they're not calling me all the time, so I'm mm-hmm. okay. I can manage this. But I, even if they were small, I think I would do the same thing, though. I would really work hard for the first year or two, and um, I really want to make this take off. I want to get to where I want to get. I want to get my goals, which are to scale and get bigger, uh, bigger clients and bigger projects. So um, I'm willing to do it for now. It's, it's all good. Well, you're certainly on the right path and the growth is already there. Uh, I think once you get the right team members, you can get those weekends back that, uh, that you work right now as well. I, I don't think that's necessarily permanent. Uh, but in the first half year, eight months, it's quite common. So I, I think that's actually a good thing. Um, and then, but for, for later, I think you can scale it back to normal work week um, in, in terms of days, if you choose to. But then again, maybe you'll just be happy working as much as you're working now. Certainly business is hard work, as everyone knows. Um, and who, who do you think this is for? Like, like, let's say, let's just say BMI, like who is BMI for? specifically? I think BMI is for anybody who wants to, who, who wants to have their own business, who wants, who want to run their own business. And if they want to have a team of people, this is great for them. Um, I think anybody who wants to have an agency or, um, or even if they want to continue as a freelancer, I would say there's so much invaluable resources joining BMI. If you're watching this, well, if you're a freelancer, it's okay, but we'll definitely get you on the path to business. <laughs> that, that's one of the conditions, right? You, you actually can't join unless you want a business uh, from freelancing. But if you're freelancing 
feel free to talk to me, of course. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll see from there what, uh, what your opinion is after talking to me. But anyway, so, so thank you very much, Divya. Very nice of you to share your story. Uh, and perhaps in half a year, we'll do another one of these just to see where you're at if you want to see what kind of progress you're making. And I think uh, you've proven to yourself and everyone else here as well that no matter what the conditions are, you know, there's like this whole epidemic thing going on now, uh, that you can grow a business and uh, you can have a busy life. You can grow a business and you could have freelance for several years and you can change and grow a business. All these things are possible. So I think that's what you've proven personally. Uh, so thank you for doing that and sharing it as well with, uh, with everyone who would be watching this. And I'll see you, of course, in the, in the community and on the calls. Well, thank you, Alex, for, for talking with me about this. It also helps me just kind of uh, keep track of uh, my progress.